Okay, welcome to Machine Learning. Why will oil prices drop due to oversupply? Well, this is not an unusual question because we saw in the future market shortly after uh, COVID began to emerge that there was no demand for future contracts for oil. So a future contract is a contract agreed to buy the oil in the future at a, a specific price. And, uh, and so what happened was the oil was being stored and it, uh, all the storage was full so they couldn't put any more oil in storage and no one wanted to take possession of the contracts so the contract price fell to nearly zero. I'm not predicting bearish events but um, realistically it could happen again. Now how is that possible? Shell oil production. Shell oil production is getting more efficient. Its cost is being reduced. And so as the cost is being reduced, the demand for the contracts uh, reduces. Because if I lock into a price today and then the cost of production reduces, then tomorrow my cost for per barrel it's going to be less, and so I have a, a more expensive contract for the oil. Now, um, every time I predict the price of oil would drop, it did. So, for example, um, oil prices were twenty dollars a barrel. It would drop to to five fifteen, and in twenty sixteen, it dropped to ten. So on the derivatives market, it is possible with shell oil production and the oversupply of oil for oil to drop to $2. Now, what is the break-even point for drilling? It would be um, $50 to $60 per barrel. Let's see, if you look at this... It's going to come up. Um, U.S. oil had dropped to zero dollars a barrel, and here's what it meant: <clears throat> the price of crude oil dropped to zero dollars a bar barrel, a record low. It was caused by a surplus in supply and a significant drop in demand due to the coronavirus pandemic. It's not expected that consumers will see the scale of the drop reflected in the prices at the pump. We never did see that. Um, the price of a barrel of benchmark U.S. oil plunged to below $0 on Monday for the first time in history, a troubling sign of unprecedented global energy glut as the coronavirus halted travel and curbed economic activity. And so if you look at the U.S. crude oil historic 
um, crash, it did go negative. Such a steep drop in the oil benchmark prompted strong reactions beyond trade floors. There's an explanation of the negative crude prices mean in the real world. What does a negative future price mean? The price of a barrel of crude varies based on factors such as supply, demand, and quantity. Supply of the fuel has been far above the demand since the coronavirus forced billions of people to stop traveling. Because of the oversupply, storage tanks for the WTI are full and difficult to find space. The U.S. Energy Administration said last week that the storage at Cushing, Oklahoma, the heart of the U.S. pipeline network, was 72% full. No storage. There's no available storage anywhere, so the price of the commodity is effectively worthless, said Bob Yager, Director of Futures at Mitso in New York. So when it's minus a dollar, then you pay a dollar to get it out there. The price is plunged partly due to the way oil is traded. A future contract is for a thousand barrels of crude oil delivered into Cushing where the energy companies own storage tanks with roughly 76 million barrels of capacity. Each uh, contract trades for a month with the May contracts expiring on 21st of April. Investors hold May contracts, didn't want to take delivery of the oil, and encouraged storage costs, and in the end had to pay people to take it off their hands. So that's why it went negative. The June contract, with delivery a month away, is still trading at $20 a barrel, but the price crash indicates that most storage space has been gobbled up. The crash in crude futures prices at Cushing won't necessarily translate into a crash in prices at the gas pump, said Tom Kloza, a veteran analyst from Oil Price Information Systems. I think it's more uh, inside baseball, Kloza said. We'll continue to see gas prices, diesel prices, and jet drift lower in May, but one shouldn't conclude we're going to see fuel given away or we're going to match these incredible unprecedented drops we see in crude oil today. So they're anticipating that they would save 150 to $175 a month uh, after that event. And it didn't, it didn't happen. So that's how, that's how it affects on the, um, on the crude market price. Now, it if you look at the price of oil in the future, then 
you may ask why I'm so pessimistic about the price of oil when the price of oil is going to a hundred dollars or a hundred two hundred a barrel. Right now it's at a hundred and fourteen dollars a barrel. Break even on the oil is for drilling is fifty to sixty dollars a barrel. The long-term futures market in oil is taking losses as costs drop because of shell increased production and full uh, storage capacity is being reached. Okay, so if you look at the break-even oil prices underscore shell's impact on the market, in this article, the... It states the oil price that companies need to properly drill new wells has close track prices for long day oil futures in recent years. That's another way of saying that shell oil is causing the cost of oil production to decrease. The emergence of U.S. shell production seems to be playing a large role in anchoring long term oil prices. The break-even price, the price oil needed to profitably drill a new well, is of great interest because it provides information on how active activity in the oil sector might adjust if oil prices move dramatically. Its relevance has grown over the past decade with the emergence of shell oil in the United States. Shell has a shorter lead time between drill and production relative to offshore exploration and other traditional project, making it responsive to oil price movement. A break-even oil has fallen 4% or $2 a barrel over the past year to $50 a barrel, according to the latest Dallas Fed Energy Survey. This was written in 2019. So, quite a bit cheaper back then. Um, areas such as Midland, Delaware Basins, and in the Permian Basin, hotbeds of shell activity are routinely lower on the average than other locations. In the Permian Basin, individual response to recent survey ranged from $23 to $73. Okay, so the Dallas Fed Energy Survey break-even prices. The survey does not specifically define profitability, which introduces a human element that could contribute to some of the variation. More important is the reality that some areas are sweet points with lower prices, cost, and wells that are more productive. One way to see this more concretely is to consider model-based break-even prices produced by energy consulting firms. These models often allow one to vary assumptions about drilling costs, production levels, and other factors among areas. Similar to Dallas Fed survey results, model-based break-even prices often show variability within and across areas. For example, Bloomberg New Energy finances break-even prices in the Permian range from $46 a barrel in Loveland County to 87 in Reagan. So the break-even prices vary from location to location. The wide variability is largely driven by the quality of rock with wells in the Loveland, typically producing higher rates and lower costs relative to Reagan County. Okay, a future 
contract is a buying agreement to buy or sell a specific commodity for delivery on a specific date in the future. When we refer to long-term date future prices, we mean the price of oil for delivery five years into the future. So if we're at 2014, we're going to look five years into the future. That'll put us at 2019. Um, and so if we look at that trend, we see that the cost of shell oil or the cost per barrel compared to the future price is less. So in, in an essence, you'll be paying more five years into the future for the oil you bought today. How should we interpret the long date futures price of oil? In theory, if the oil market were perfectly competitive, the long date futures prices should equal the marginal cost of supply, the cost of producing one additional unit needed to meet long run demand. In reality, while it is true that most producers in the oil market are price takers, they produce a small amount of oil relative to the global supply and their product has minimal differentiation. The oil market is not perfectly competitive. OPEC can add or withhold production because it operates with spare capacity. Nonetheless, there's still good reason to believe that long-date futures price will have a close connection with the marginal cost of supply. Um, show oil costs curve anchors future prices. Rising shell production likely to be a major source of increased supply in the coming years has significantly affected the marginal cost of supply, meaning that how much does it cost to, to get this barrel of oil? Horizontal drilling and hydraulic fracking have made accessible significant amounts of oil reserves uh, previously considered uneconomical to develop. How, moreover, production costs for these reserves have declined dramatically over the past 10 years. So the cost to produce this oil is dropping significantly, and the amount is increasing significantly. So it's going to affect those marginal costs. Those marginal costs are now separating from those long-term contracts. Recent evolving oil cost curves illustrate this development. An oil cost curve tries to provide information on how much extra supply could forthcoming at a given price of oil. Usually the price of oil is shown on the left-hand axis. If the curve is upward steep, very high oil prices are needed to bring relative small amounts of new production. Well, it doesn't look like it's an upward trend. It looks like it's more of a flat trend. Um, I would say that the WTI futures is an upward trend. So maybe that's uh, feeling more of the uh, higher prices. And so these break-even points, right now, the break-even point is good. 
your their oil companies are making money but as of 2016 they were losing money the break even point was higher and if i was to look at that trend on the break even it looks like that it's somewhat flat and kind of parabolic in terms of the break even point with shell oil so those those advantages must be very very short Okay, recent involving oil cost illustrates this development. An oil cost curve tries to provide information on how much extra supply could be forthcoming at a given price of oil. Usually the price of oil is shown on the left axis. And if the curve is uh, upward steeply, very high oil prices are needed to bring relative small amounts of new production. A flat curve suggests the other. Over the past 10 years, oil cost curves have moved from being very steep to having a long, flat portion between $50 and $60 as industry has added resources and as the costs have declined. In other words, shale production means that there is much larger amount of supply that can be called into action given a much smaller price increase than in the past. So just with, based on that, as we look at um, the price to break even, the price to break even is increasing, but with relatively small amounts of increase in price, you're getting a larger amount of production. While market participants may differ on how much oil is available at a given price, they are all aware of overall trends. Given current market prices, U.S. shale production will continue to grow this year. Indeed, a recent report from International Agency highlighted that shale production is likely to be a major driver over the next five years. People forgot that the price of oil was $45 a barrel in 1972. They forgot the price of oil was $22 in 74. They forgot the oil price was 35 in 80. And they forgot oil was 33 in 81. 38 in 82. The expense of oil of the 70 is all they remember. I think we're... we're, we're somewhat repeating that pattern today with oil prices at 114.